morning beautiful people of nigeria it's the second day of september september is second already happy new moon guys you're welcome to another exciting episode of your show my name is Mila Stenless, and on the morning quotes prayers are answered when the individual subconscious mind responds to the mental picture or thoughts in his or her mind Prayers are answered when the individual's subconscious mind responds to the mental picture or thoughts in his or her mind. Straight up to the news. Professor Wale Shoinka warns against National Water Resources Bill. The Nobel laureate Professor Wale has warned that Nigeria will be doomed if the National Assembly passes the National Water Resources Bill. He urged Nigerians to resist the law. He said the bill is a deliberate flanking move towards Ruga colonization. <clears throat> Before we get down to what the water resources bill uh, is all about, speaking of what still, the governor of River State, Yesowike, he spoke of, um, he released a statement rather, awarding a contract to upgrade the water supply system in Portacot. So as he was awarding the contracts to the um, foreign uh, company that came to, you know, make sure that the water supply system in Portacot is upgraded, he sternly warned them that he is going to be coming unannounced for the supervision. And he also warned that he needs to see the list of all the rivers indigents that will be used for that um particular period of time that the contract is being used is being awarded so he insisted that that job was strictly done by rivers indigenous. He, he wanted to see the list and he also warned seriously that he'll be coming to inspect the projects unannounced well that was a stern warning coming from the governor of river state to the contractors <clears throat> so here we have river state trying to upgrade their water system and national assembly all of a sudden digs up a rejected bill the governor of benue state autumn he said that 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 bill was rejected in 2018 and why are they talking about the bill all of a sudden he said and i quote i told them it is wickedness as you want to control the waterways and extend it to about three kilometers radius which means that even benue government house that is close to river benue will be removed or overtaken the bill was rejected in 2018, so why is it being uprooted again? Of course, Benue Senators didn't vote for it, like he said. So, he is literally saying that the water resources bill is going to be against the good of his people, including the government house as well. Not only did uh, the governor of Benue speak against the water resources bill, just like Professor Woolley has spoken against it as well. Now, Nigerian Labour Congress... Ayuba Waba. He says the bill was also rejected in 2018 with good reason. He said it was the bill was rejected because it was going to put the country's unity in danger, according to Ayuba Waba. And he said the country is facing a myriad of challenges and having another controversial bill will cause costly controversy, therefore shouldn't be resurrected. So apparently this bill was brought up in 2018 and it was rejected by two-thirds of the house as usual so why is this bill coming up again 
that is a question on every Nigerian's mind right now. And the NLC also said that, uh, just like Professor Wolishenka said, he said that this bill is a deliberate flanking move towards Ruga. It means the government is still trying to come around Ruga. If you remember, Ruga was the policy that a certain community will be allocated to Fulani Headsmen to make sure that they rear their cattle and feed them and everything that has to do with the cattle business will be done in that community to avoid grazing all over the places and going to people's farm and destruction of people's crops and farm produce like they said but if we remember the ruga bill was also put on a hold and pended when the iowa youth came up with a, a sanctum to and gave the government an ultimatum including the south is an ultimatum to to accept the Ruga policy and then of course in Nigeria when things come up at the end of the day when we do not have a conclusion and it's trying to cause this unity a war and all of that imagine Arawayu is coming up to give that form of ultimatum from where how like what's going on so I think that was how the Ruga policy was being permitted and till now we did not we don't know how that Ruga policy is going I'm pretty much sure in future it's going to be resurrected again like we're having the water resources bill be resurrected but then resolution pointed that this water resources bill is a way to go around that ruga policy and to make sure that it comes back like the policy you know is being colonized into the system again all right moving on 2023 presidency i won't hesitate to serve if given the opportunity says or just while Ozorima thinks candidacy cannot emerge on tribal basis. Well, I'm not I'm not I'm not really gonna speak much about that because it's already staring at the faces of everyone. I told us earlier on our earlier episodes how Erify came out to say that he is not interested in, in presidency come 2023 and he will want like the southern president to come up. He said he's not interested and he wants and Igbo president and then Ohanes and Igbo also supported the claim saying that that was what they bargained for so and now we are having Zokalo coming to say that if he's been given the opportunity he's definitely going to serve well taking us back down memory lane I think he was one of the best governors that we used to have if we're being sincere to ourselves and removing sentiments out of um, that and political talks the current governor we have now in Abbey State, you can also see how well he's doing and how well he's not doing. I'm not going to be the judge of that. And then, Uzodima thinks candidacy cannot emerge on tribal basis. Uzodima, I don't know. I mean, he's, 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 he's from the southern part of Nigeria. So, I wonder why he's coming up with this sort of statement. Does it mean he's trying to kick against Igbo presidency or what? Khan tells the president to suspend implementation of Karma Act. Yes, we've been on this Karma Act for a, a while now, and on our earlier episodes, I told you how what the Karma Act was all about and its implications. And the Christian Association of Nigeria is still kicking against it, against it as we speak. Sorry. So I think the government should really, even if they want to implement the Karma Act, why don't you take away the religious body out of it? The religious body is not a company for crying out loud. It's not a business. Let's take away the religious bodies out of this so that we do not have this back and forth, back and forth uh, um, act. Yeah, we don't want the act. We're rejecting the act. We don't want the act. And it, it keeps on going. 
Of course, we disagree to agree. I hope there will be a roundtable discussion about this act so that we do not have this sort of headlines popping up all the time, every now and then. We've been on this karma act for long. It's oh, like up to a month now that we've been talking about karma acts, and then the religious bodies keep on, especially the Christian Association of Nigeria, they keep on kicking against it. I'm pretty much sure that this act is not really going down well with the leadership or, uh, of the Christian Association of Nigeria, and I think is kind of affecting what they believe or what has been on ground for them. Bajabia Miller to visit Ghana on legislature, sorry, legislative diplomacy over maltreatment of Nigerians. Of course, one thing about our episode is that we have continuity. We tend to cover up stories, keep on talking about what has been on ground and the way forward as long as we get to the information so Guatemala is going to visit ghana on legislative diplomacy over measurements of nigerians i told us earlier how nigerian shops are being closed down Ghanaian government asking them to pay the sum of one million dollars for taxes how ridiculous can that be and then nigerian government wrote to the Ghanaian government that was a press release and of course ghana replied and claimed that all the alleged uh, uh, talks brought up by the Nigerian government against Nigerian citizens in Ghana were all wrong. They said that everything that the Nigerian government said that they did to the Nigerian citizen in Ghana were all wrong. They countered everything that the Nigerian government said. And now, Benjamin is supposed to go visit Ghana. I do not know why we're having this sort of discrepancy. I mean, Ghana is is an African country. If it was happening outside in a foreign nation like the US and all over, we'll be worried, we'll be bothered because we know what racial discrimination is all about as we speak, even in this 21st century. So how do we now have this tussle with our fellow African country? I mean, Ghana is, is pretty much close by to us. So why are we having this sort of coming to nigerians i mean it is pretty pretty um disturbing if you ask me for fellow africans to be having issues such as this not even on the basis of okay nigerians are committing crimes in ghana not even that nigerians are doing business in ghana they are growing your economy they are helping it to get developed and all over so why is this pushy pushy is it that is nigerian in ghana taking over the market in ghana or what okay if that is the case why don't you have a discussion with them I'm pretty much sure they have an association there governing the markets and all over and there are ways to go around these things not just coming outrightly to shut down their markets even though the Ghanaian government said that Nigerians shops are not the only ones shut down that they also have Ghanaians yeah, their shop was shut down but we didn't see videos of Ghanaian complaining about how their shop was shut down so I think there is something fishy to that I hope Bajabi Amila will do a good job when he goes to Ghana to talk about the legislative diplomacy. I mean, I don't know why we are going to be having this sort of issue with our fellow blacks. On the foreign scene, China aims to double nuclear arsenal. China is attempting to at least double the number of nuclear warheads in East Arsenal in the next decade, and the military has already equaled or surpassed the United States in a series of key areas 
according to new pentagon reports okay the chinese government is becoming stronger day by day if you ask me the reports that we get from them from chinese government every now and then they are becoming powerful day by day i told us recently also here about uh, a takeover of broadcast industry and the water corporation and uh in an african country by the chinese government due to loans that they took now the country is not able to pay back the loans and then chinese government has taken over yeah three major things their railway station their broadcast organization which is the stronghold of every government i mean if you do not have a strong information house how are you going to operate how are you going to get to the people this is where it all goes down now chinese government has given over those three things and then i don't know so now chinese has doubled even can be equaled if not surpassed of course the united states is a very strong country as well and you know you, you can't underestimate the united states because you do not know what they have up their sleeves they will only wait for the the, the going to get started and then they show what they have to offer but then chinese government is really really doing a lot of things from the virus to a lot of technologies and all of that so furthermore uh they have expanded the capacity of nucleic acid testing of covid 19. you know what's in the era of covid even in china though wuhan where the virus emanated from they are they, in fact they are back into economic activities and all of that though with the new normal of the nose marks face marks and all of that but then they are still taking tests and they are able to pro- handle 10,000 samples daily they are still testing massively they are still testing massively meanwhile the presidential tax force in nigeria on covid 19 two days ago uh, when i was listening to the news he said that is complaining about complacency like the testing process is not as it should be and they are not getting results and information concerning covid patients in nigeria and then the testing procedures is not still forthcoming wow other countries are having numerous and massive testing and then we're having this sort of situation in the country the compilation of the samples and how it's been and how the test is being carried out is not much according to the ptf the presidential tax force on covid matters on an entertainment scene six billion dollar city budget rmb star with two multi-platinum albums a gun yes he told a news conference of his late laid first stone for the city in the atlantic ocean of Bodian village around 100 kilometers south of the Senegalese capital Dakar so Akon said while he was going up he didn't run into a lot of african-americans he ran into a lot of african-americans rather and when he ran into them he was expecting to have a common ground whereby they could relate about their cultures and where they come from but to his greatest surprise they didn't know anything about their culture yes they were born there they were they they grew up there but then the cultural basis was not there there was no foundation 
for their cultural heritage from where they come from. So he was really bothered about it. And now that he is a star, he decided to give back to the society. He calls it home back home. So apparently, this Akon City will offer hotels, university, hospitals, business and leisure centers, including a casino. And of course, a movie studio that will be featuring majorly designed by architect Hussein Bakri with African sculptures for inspiration. He pretty much said that he's got his inspiration from um, the movie Wakanda, talking about how to preserve the African culture. I think that's a good one coming from the R&B singer Akon. It's been a long while we heard from him. And of course, he's a successful artist, a very successful one at that. And he feels this is a way to give back to the society. I think it's something very commendable for him to be able to to to, to give to the African Americans that will be coming up soon what he didn't have the opportunity to have. It's something that makes one more successful. It's something that humanity can relate with. It's something human that he is doing right there. We hope Akon uh, will go through with the six million dollar akon city mm, sounds good in the air akon city i mean we have akon music and then another opportunity saying are you a female business owner a lagos mom's partners with the u.s consulate lagos and department of states bureau of economic and business affairs power initiative in a 5a tech as an enabler for growth program to grow women owned businesses so this is for the ladies of course we are seeking for equal opportunities and when opportunities like this spring up i think it's something that we should grab with both hands female business owners go to at lagos moms at lagos moms at lagos mom l-a-g-o-s-m-u-m-s just like that go to their twitter handle and there you can get proper information and more info on the five-day tech as an enabler for growth program and if you will agree with me there's an increase in growth of digital payment transactions in nigeria rising to 10.3 trillion since january 2020 this is an information coming from nibs the nigerian interbank settlement system of course ever since the pandemic started the lockdown and all of that we've not been able to have this physical contact with each other therefore the need and the increase in digitalization so you see that everything is going digital businesses are going digital you do not get to go to the physical market to buy you do your online transactions and then one person comes to deliver yeah it reduces the risk of you know contacting uh the novel coronavirus so i think we should be geared towards that uh environment of digitalization because that is what is really going to take over markets take over employment take over everything yes the novel brought a lot of downsizing and all of that but then it brought opportunities as well people in the data industry network providers i think they have really been booming ever since the virus attacked us i mean during the lockdown everyone was online trying to get busy trying to um go through with professional courses since there's no um opportunity to do it physically like we used to do this is i think this is the time that nigeria should really step into digitalization of a lot of things we actually have e-learning but 
it's not that activated most of the e-learning activities that we do here in nigeria simply involves paying our fees online and that that we do not have our classes online we do not so it's more like the increase in digital uh digitalization and then payments and transaction has really gone on the high side and on the health sector there has been a lot of agitations lately about school reopening lagos um and other states as well in fact i overheard a man from the educational sector talking about he said and i quote he said if we're able to start going to bus stops and start going to the markets what is stopping schools from opening i mean he he feels that since everyone is coming out and we're not even maintaining the social distancing again like he said and and claimed so he said that he feels the schools should open now this is coming from the health sector how to keep schools safe when reopening we're not sure how the federal government is going to handle the issue of school reopening all we have now on ground are the students that are writing their junior work and their senior work so some of the measures to take includes clean and disinfect high touch surfaces wash hands decks three to six feet apart fewer students and staff in the classroom teachers move classrooms not students launches to decks use outdoor spaces when possible masks for all adults and students flexibility to go visual if virus surges mm. these are some of the precautionary measures we can take to make sure that returning back to schools and reopening of schools is safe you see washing of hands cannot be underrated um my mom had to do a project on on hand washing and when i saw that project i was like how ridiculous can this be of course she's in the health sector and you know like writing a project on hand washing like washing of hands you would see that it's something that has been and the virus just brought it out to the surface all of a sudden there are people with the habit of washing hands i know for sure my dad washes hands all the time like he is very even before the virus started he is a hand washer <laughs> so i think now that we have these cases of coronavirus popping up and of course so there are 40 new cases as we speak according to ncdc Another fun fact, do you know that Rwanda's Bank of Kigali has appointed Nigerian social entrepreneur Obina Okwani as chief digital officer? Speaking of digital, our people are out there in other countries making us proud and growing their economy. I wish Nigeria would come to a time and season and era where we get to produce locally manufacture locally do what we can do with the resources that we have and not being dependent on imports from other countries we need to grow our economy locally look at obina okwani doing being a digital officer in rwanda yes we are proud of him he's in another country we're proud to have him as a nigerian of course it's super intelligent for rwanda to depend on him with such responsibility at a time like this where everything is digitalized and depends on the internet and and the digital world so i think it's something that we should be super proud of that is there doing but then 
when we come to Nigeria, Obida was in Nigeria at one time before he left to go do that. So you see now that we have to produce locally, support the local industry, raw materials, everything that we can afford and produce here in Nigeria. Let us do it. Thank you for so, thank you so much for staying with me to the end of the show. As I send you my love and light, remember to be kind to one another. I'll see you same station, same time next week. This is your girl signing out. Have a beautiful day.